Praise the Lord. I need some space. <laughs> oh, what a good presence of the Lord we feel here tonight. Such a good, sweet spirit. Let's just take a minute to just bask in his presence for a moment. Is that all right? Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for your presence that is here with us tonight. We thank you for your glory and your goodness and your faithfulness to your sons and daughters. Father, I just pray over the word of the Lord tonight, Lord. I pray, Father, for a fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit. I pray for the anointing of the Lord, not only upon myself, but upon the ears of your saints tonight, Father, that we might hear the word of the Lord, that we might hear and understand and receive what you want to speak to this body for this hour and for this season. Father, let everything that is done here tonight be done to glorify your name and to enlarge the kingdom of heaven. And we give you glory and honor and much thanks in Christ's name. Hallelujah. So we're going to say our declaration. If you'll stand back up with me to do that. Lord, today by faith, we declare that we are walking in the manifestation season. As your faithful remnant, we will house your very presence. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, and he has delivered us from all of our troubles and fears. We are no longer victims, but we are victors in Christ. We will not be deceived by the lies of the enemy, but we will give health, healing, and wholeness to the hopeless and those in despair. We will live under your anointing and see the revealed purpose of Christ in each of our lives. We declare your everlasting word on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. So I know that we have talked, I have talked a lot about making decrees and declarations, but tonight we're going to briefly review what we've already learned, and then we're going to take it a step further to understand what I think the Lord is wanting to speak to us. I feel like the Lord is trying to teach us some things about declarations and decrees, and I feel like he's trying to teach us how to have breakthroughs. Hopefully, I won't be bringing you stale bread tonight. Hopefully, it's something fresh and new for you. Um, I'm going to I'm going to be giving you a lot of definitions, so just hang with me, okay? Don't get bored on me. But we're going to start off with Job 22 and 28, and it says, "You will also decree a thing, and it will be established for you, and light will shine on your ways." We've already established that when we agree with the voice of God and we verbalize what he's saying, we're giving the power, we are given the power to shift heaven and earth. We're given the power to change our circumstances with prophetic declarations. These authoritative and powerful decrees have the capacity to bring breakthrough and initiate change. Psalm 2 and 7 says, I will declare the decree. The verb declare means to make known formally, officially, or explicitly. It means to command, ordain, or decide by decree. But the noun decree, which is used in this verse, refers to a formal and authoritative order, especially one having the force of law, a judicial decision or order, one of the eternal purposes of God by which events are foreordained. 
A decree is further defined as an official statement that something must happen. Decrees have been used for thousands of years by governments as a means to deliver judgment, laws, and orders with the expectation that they will be carried out. Keyword right there, expectation. Esther, Ezra, and Daniel are books about decrees being used that change the course of history. Just like the governmental kingdom power that God has put into the mouths of his people as we decree what he says. It was God's decrees that first that formed the universe. Scripture tells us in the beginning God formed the worlds through the decrees of his mouth. He said, let there be light and there was light. This was the first recorded decree when God shifted everything by his spoken word. This occurred at a time when the earth was without form and void. It was a wasteland, a desert place filled with chaos, confusion, and emptiness. But at the decree from the voice of God, the dark place filled with misery, death, and sorrow was suddenly transformed into a place of life with streams of light flowing from our creator's face, banishing the darkness. Hebrews 11.3 says, By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. God's words released a creative power that shaped the entire universe. When God speaks, darkness yields to light and death turns to life. His voice is the most powerful force in the universe. It is his voice that set the sun, the moon, and the stars into motion and created the atmosphere over the earth, the water, the sea, and the dry land. His decrees created plant life, birds, mammals, and every living thing that moved on the earth, and it was all good. When Jesus came to earth, he taught the power of the decree. He manifested and demonstrated all that God had spoken about himself down through the ages. Jesus, the word, became flesh. So the Greek word for word, W-O-R-D, is logos. One of the definitions of logos is a decree, a mandate, or an order. Jesus' whole life, because he was the word in flesh, was a demonstration of God speaking and decreeing his heart and intentions toward mankind. God told us in the Old Testament that he is the Lord who heals us. Jesus showed us God, the, the healer. God told us that he is the God who does wonders. Jesus showed us God, the miracle worker. God told us that he is love. Jesus showed us what love really looks like. It's one thing to hear the voice of the one we love. It's another to see his face. Jesus became the face of the voice of God so that we can know what it is to experience God the Father face to face. Throughout his earthly ministry, Jesus demonstrated the power of the spoken decree. He told his disciples, he said, Assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. When Jesus ministered healing and breakthrough to people, he never actually prayed for them to be healed, but instead, he released declarations of breakthrough saying things like, stretch out your hand and be made whole. 
Rise, take up your bed, and walk. Jesus raised the dead by making decrees. To Lazarus, he said, Lazarus, come forth. In the situation with Jairus' daughter, he said, Do not weep. She is not dead, only sleeping. He spoke to the child and said, Child, get up. To the dead man at Nain, Jesus decreed, Young man, I say to you, arise. Matthew 8.16 says that Jesus cast out spirits with a word. To one woman who had suffered from a spirit of infirmity for 12 years, he decreed, Woman, thou art loosed. And she was instantly delivered and healed. When he and his disciples were on a boat and a ferocious storm broke out, rather than pray, Jesus made a decree and he said to the storm, Peace, be still. If we look back at the early church, we find our example as to how you and I can make the same declarations. Jesus' disciples learn how to use decrees to bring breakthrough to people, setting the example for all of us today. When confronted by the lame man begging for alms at the beautiful gate, Peter made a decree that set the man free. He said, I have no silver or gold, but what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of, of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And the power behind that decree caused that lame man to suddenly jump to his feet. Scripture tells us that he began walking and leaping and praising God. Peter wasn't making a suggestion. He was giving a command. In Acts chapter 9, we read the story of Dorcas, or Tabitha, a follower of Christ who got sick and died. Peter came to her. He got down on his knees, and he prayed. After praying, he turned to her dead body and decreed, Tabitha, get up. Then she opened her eyes, looked at Peter, and sat up. The apostle Paul also utilized decrees. In Acts 14.10, he spoke to a lame man saying, Stand up straight on your feet. And the man leaped up and immediately walked. In Acts 16 and 8, Paul cast a spirit of divination out of a slave girl who was disrupting the preaching of the gospel with this decree. He said, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And the demon came out that very hour. So what am I saying here tonight? Am I telling you that we shouldn't pray? Absolutely not. That's not at all what I'm saying. Prayer has the power to bring change. The amplified version of James 5.16 tells us that the heartfelt and persistent prayer of a righteous man or believer can accomplish much, accomplish much when put into action and made effective by God. It is dynamic and can have tremendous power. Prayer is actually the foundation for every decree we make. Through a constant flow of communication with the Father, we're able to more clearly hear the words he would have us speak. We pray, connecting to the Father, then we decree shifting earth. Prayer is our petitions. It's our communication. It's our fellowship with God. While decrees are God's words released through our voices and into the earth realm to bring change. These words can be scripture or prophetic words or promises that we receive from the Lord. They're formed into declarations and then they're spoken out loud. You cannot make a decree just by speaking it in your mind. You have to speak the word from your mouth. 
We've seen how God made decrees and formed the worlds out of nothing. We've seen that Jesus made decrees that healed the sick, raised the dead, cast out devils, and calmed the storms. We've seen that the first century disciples also made decrees that brought breakthrough. All of these examples are given in scripture to show us how to operate in authoritative governmental decrees in order to break off demonic influence, release supernatural power, and extend and expand God's kingdom rule in the earth. Job twenty two twenty eight begins by saying, you will decree a thing, not just our pastors, not just a prophet, not just an evangelist. But you, you shall make decrees that cause things to be established and light to shine on your way. According to Proverbs 18.21, God has put death and life in the power of the tongue. We are to decree a thing. You and I are to decree a thing. The Hebrew meaning for thing is the word or the promise. So what do we decree? We decree the word of God. We decree the promises of God. We decree what God has spoken. How does God decree things in the earth today? Through the mouths of his people who discern his will and intentions and speak them out, bringing forth breakthrough. If you receive a report of sickness, what do you do? You don't speak death over your life. You don't declare sickness over your life. You speak the word of the Lord, Isaiah 53 and 5, that says, by his stripes, I am healed. If you're facing financial difficulty, we declare Deuteronomy 8.18 over our finances. God said that he has given me the power to gain wealth. If you're facing a time of confusion or mental stress, we declare God's original decree found in 2 Thessalonians 3.16 that says, Now may the Lord of peace himself give me peace always in every way. It matters what we say. It matters what we speak. It matters what we think and what we believe because that's what's going to come out. It's in the New Testament that we see God's plan was to release even greater authority through the mouths of his people. He desires to speak not only through prophets or other ministers, but also through the mouths of an entire generation of people who are filled with the Holy Spirit. Acts 2 tells us that on the day of Pentecost, believers were gathered in one accord in an upper room when suddenly the room was filled with the sound of a rushing mighty wind. Flames of fire were seen on the heads of the disciples and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. The initial evidence of this infilling was that each disciple opened his or her mouth and a language of the Spirit began to pour forth. This was the pure utterance of the Holy Spirit manifesting his presence and power. Once the outpouring of the Holy Spirit came, not only would people experience revelation through dreams and visions, but God would put his word in their mouths and they would prophesy. God's intentions were that his people would release declarations empowered by revelation that would bring kingdom breakthrough into the earth. God's looking for believers who will stay filled with the power of the Holy Spirit so they can boldly declare life and divine purposes and change history in a moment. Yes, you, you can do that. God has given you the power and the authority to do that. 
there's two things that we need. We need power and we need boldness. And Jesus said in Acts 1 and 8, he said, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. By the way of the Holy Spirit, we receive both power and boldness. The word power here means dunamis. Dunamis is defined as the following. It's defined as dynamic or dynamite force. Strength, ability, miraculous power, abundance, and the ability to perform miracles. The dunamis, or power, of the Holy Spirit within us works like a spiritual generator, releasing signs, wonders, miracles, and a harvest of souls. Throughout Scripture, we see the outpouring of the dunamis power of the Holy Spirit generating revelations, faith, healing of hearts, minds, and bodies, dreams, visions, and prophecy, and breakthrough. Our prayers act like a power generator that causes the impossible to become possible, the weak to become strong, and activate angel armies to fight on our behalf. You can create an atmosphere of victory over your life by the words that you speak with your mouth. Jesus said, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do because I go to the Father. Jesus was saying that we would carry the same anointing for breakthrough in every realm and in all that we do because he was going to the Father. He told his disciples, he said, it's to your advantage that I go away. For if I, if I don't, the comforter will not be released to you. But after I depart, I will send him to you. He knew the disciples were going to need the power of the Holy Spirit in order to turn the world upside down. He encouraged them that while he was on the earth, he could walk with them. But when the Father sent the Holy Spirit, he would not be with them, but he would be in them. The Holy Ghost power, the dunamis power of the Holy Spirit is essential to the body of Christ. It's essential for breakthrough. The Holy Ghost power is essential for revival. Revival comes as God's dunamis is demonstrated. The Apostle Paul spoke of this power when he told the church at Corinth, he said, my speech and my preaching was not enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, of dunamis. To the believers in Rome, he said that the gospel is the power dunamis of God unto salvation. The baptism of the Holy Ghost not only empowers us to share the gospel with the unbeliever, but when we do, it carries explosive dunamis of God to deliver that person out of the kingdom of darkness. Not only is it necessary to pursue God's presence, but it's necessary to pursue the dunamis power of the Holy Spirit. It's through the dunamis power of the Holy Spirit and the declaration of his word that breakthrough will come. We think we know what breakthrough means, but do we really? It's actually a military term. And the, de the dictionary defines it as this. It says, it's a military movement or advance all the way through and beyond an enemy's frontline defense. Think about what that's saying. I'm going to read it again. It's an advancement all the way through 
and beyond an enemy's frontline defense. You don't just break through, you go through and beyond. Micah 2.13 says, the breaker, meaning the Messiah, the deliverer, will go up before them. They will break through, pass in through the gate and go out through it. And their king will pass on before them, the Lord at their head. The Lord is the head of this house. And he is leading us into a season of breakthrough. I firmly believe with my whole heart and I feel it deep in my soul. And the word breaker means to break out, to burst forth, to compel, to urge, to grow, to increase, to break in pieces, to break out violently, and to break off all limitations. The breaker or the one who breaks open is a messianic title meaning deliverer. Micah says that the breaker is here. And when the breaker shows up and is present, then we can expect a breakthrough. He's here in this season to bring breakthrough to his people. He's here in this season to bring breakthrough in the harvest. This is what Jesus died for, to break us out of the bondage of sin, out of the bondage of sickness, and out of the bondage or out of separation from God, and to make us free. And God wants to bring breakthrough to people over every force of darkness and victory in every circumstance. And it's time for the church to have some breakthroughs. But even better than that, it's time to go beyond the breakthrough. And going beyond doesn't, it, it means that we don't just get our breakthrough, but our victories then become the catalyst for others to experience God's supernatural power. That's what the church is here for, to be a catalyst for others to experience God's supernatural power. You and I have been chosen by God to be filled with his supernatural power to accomplish supernatural assignments in the earth. Everything that we need in order to accomplish those assignments has been made available to us through the dunamis, the power of the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 6.10 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. What God is saying is be strong, be filled, and explosive with, be filled with explosive might and power. He wants to fill you with supernatural explosive power. Psalms 29 and 4 says, the voice of the Lord is powerful. We've got to start agreeing with the voice of the Lord, church, and stop agreeing with the voice of the enemy. We need to cut off the air supply to the voice of the enemy and start agreeing with the voice of the Lord and aligning ourselves up with what God's word says. And we've got to start declaring the word of the Lord. And when you release the word of the Lord from your lips, you release power. We declare what he speaks through, through dreams that he gives us, through visions, through the preaching of the gospel that you hear being preached from this pulpit or wherever you hear it, and what he speaks to you through his still small voice. When we declare the word of the Lord, we're not only agreeing with the voice of God, but we're also waging spiritual warfare against any demonic force that's trying to keep the word from coming to pass. 
And tonight, we're going to do that. We're going to release the word of the Lord over ourselves. We're going to release the word of the Lord over this body. And we're going to release the word of the Lord over our nation. And we're going to do that corporately before we enter into our own private time of prayer with the Lord. Um, Steve, if you'll put that up, I would appreciate it. So if you all would go ahead and stand with me, we're going to say another declaration just like we did at the beginning of this service. And I know that you're not familiar with this, so I'm going to go slow so that you can read it and declare it like you mean it. It's the word of the Lord. This came from the word of the Lord. This is not my thoughts. This is not my something that I want to do This is or want to say or want to impress upon you. This is the word of the Lord. So let's, let's declare the word together. The Father has given me the helper, the Holy Spirit, who abides with me and within me at all times. The Holy Spirit teaches me all things and guides me in all truth. I am filled with the Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. I have received power by the Holy Spirit who enables me to be Jesus's witness wherever I go, even unto the ends of the earth. Jesus has given me authority to tread over all the power of the enemy. These signs will accompany me. In Jesus's name, I will cast out demons. I will speak with new tongues and I will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. The works that Jesus did, I also do, and even greater works because he has empowered me with the Holy Spirit. As I go forth and share the gospel, I do not speak with human wisdom, but in the power of the Holy Spirit who confirms the word with signs and wonders. I receive and put to work the supernatural gifts of the Holy Spirit. Words of wisdom and knowledge, gifts of tongues and of prophecy, and gifts of supernatural faith, miracles, prophecy, and discernment. Like Jesus, the Holy Spirit has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, and to set the oppressed free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Praise the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you for that word. And we declare it. We decree it in the name of Jesus. And let it be so. Hallelujah to your name. So I'm going to ask you to come or to kneel at your seat, whatever you want to do, whatever you're comfortable to do, and begin to pray and seek the face of the Lord and begin to declare promises over your life, over your family, over your lost loved ones, that they shall come to the Lord and that they shall be saved. Declare that America shall be saved. Pray over your nation. Let's seek the Lord right now. Hallelujah to your name. Glory be to your name, Father. Lord, I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your word. I thank you, Lord, that you have taught us how to, to declare the decrees of the word, Father, to bring breakthrough. Father, I thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness to your sons and daughters. Father, I just declare right now, Lord, that whatever the enemy has meant for evil against us is being turned for our good. Whatever schemes the enemy has formed in secret, God, it shall be uncovered and returned back to the hand that sent it. Lord, I 
decree that there will be moaning and groaning in the enemy's camp because of the works of the Lord in the earth. God, I just, according to your word, Father, we are seated in heavenly places through our relationship with Christ Jesus. And we will not be manipulated by the spirit of fear, but we are flooded with the anointing for love, power, and a sound mind. With boldness, God, we are stepping out of our comfort zone, Father. Lord, we have power and authority over all enemies and every place, Lord, that the soles of our feet step, God. You have given to us, Lord, as ambassadors for your kingdom, God. Lord, life and death are in the power of my tongue, God. So I speak life right now over this body. It's your will, Father, for this body of believers to be healed, Father, and to be made whole, God. Lord, it is your will that we prosper and live in health, Father, even as our souls prosper, God. Father, I thank you, Lord, for you have given us the victory, Lord, over death, hell, and the grave. And God, we are warriors, Father, on behalf of you and the kingdom of heaven, God. And we are empowered, Father, with victory, Father, and with your presence, Father. Hallelujah to your name, God. Lord, it is your power that is within us, God, that makes us strong, Lord. You give us victory on every side. And God, we will exercise authority through the victory that Jesus won on the cross, Lord, confronting and exposing, God, the the enemy's plans, Father, that have been set before us, God. Lord, we are able because, God, you are within us, Lord, and you are greater, Father, than the enemy, Father. Lord, you are greater, Father, than any person or any demonic presence from hell, Father. God, we praise you tonight and we thank you, Lord, for your word. God, I just pray, Lord, we'll give no authority to the devil and we'll fight the good fight of faith, Lord. Father, we have the Holy Spirit within us, Father God. We can discern the plans of the enemy, Father, or any tactic from the the pits of hell, Father God. Lord, you have given us peace, Lord. The God of peace, Lord, is crushing Satan under our feet, Lord, and we are strong in the Lord, in the power of your might, Lord. Oh, hallelujah to your name, Lord. Hallelujah to your name. It is the name of Jesus, Lord, that we have power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And Lord, according to your word, nothing shall harm us, Father. We are not weak, Lord, and we are not double-minded, Lord. We are not fearful, Father, but we are sober-minded. We are vigilant, God, always watching in the spirit, Lord. And Father, I decree that because God so loved the world, we also, Lord, will love the world and we will pray diligently and faithfully and and fervently father for our nation hallelujah Lord, I just pray tonight for our political leaders and representatives, Lord, on every level and on every side, Father, interceding, Lord, with intense passion, Father, so that the people in our nation can live and worship freely, Lord. Oh, hallelujah to your name. Oh, Father, my nation, Lord, will be my legacy. And I declare, Lord, that America will be saved, Lord. Father, I bind every demonic antichrist force, Lord, that's trying to rob my nation and separate it from God's covenant. I decree, Lord, that the eyes of the people will be open, God, and Lord, that they will find Jesus as their Savior, Lord. Lord, I decree that the mercies of God, Lord, will triumph over judgment, Lord. Oh, 
Father, I decree that my nation will align with God's purposes and we will become a sheep nation. We will reign forevermore as a sheep nation, Lord. I decree revival in America. I decree a great harvest of souls in America, Lord. I decree that God's glory will dwell in our land. I decree that God will give what is good to my land and it will yield its increase, Lord. I decree it in the mighty name of Jesus and it shall be, Father. It shall be. Lord, let us be full of the Holy Ghost, Lord, that we might be the fire starters, Father, to every generation. God, I decree that the flames of fire of the Holy Spirit will rest upon this body, upon this city, and upon this land, Father. Lord, oh, Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, Father, let us be the fire starters, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Let us be filled with the all-consuming fire of the Holy Spirit, Lord. Oh, that can be uncontainable, Father. That is uncontainable, Father. Lord, I just decree that this church will not only break through, Father, barriers, Lord, and break through, Father, the front lines of the enemy's camp, God, but we will go beyond, Father, beyond the enemy's camp, Lord, and we will reach the masses, Father, for the kingdom of heaven's sake, Father. We will be your hand extended, God, to bring deliverance, God, to a sin-sick nation, Lord. Oh, 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 hallelujah to the Lamb of God. As we even speak it now, Father, let it be so in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Strengthen this body of believers, Father, for every assignment. Strengthen the, this body of believers, Father. Let us be strong in the face of opposition, Lord. Let us not go out as a weak and anemic church. But God, let us go out, Father, as a church that is on fire for you, on fire for your word, Lord. Lord, let us not just be hearers of the word, but let us be doers of the word. Let's put it into action, Father. Let us be a body of people, a body of believers that are activated by the power and the baptism of the Holy Spirit, God. Let us be known as a church that is a Pentecostal church, Father. We are unapologetically Pentecostal, Father. We make no apologies, Lord. Strengthen us in your power. Strengthen us in your might, Father, for every assignment, God, we will not be silent. We will not relent, Father. We will continue to put one foot in front of the other until every enemy is conquered. You have given us the power to tread upon the head of the enemy, God. Hallelujah to your name, Father. We will go forth and we will be a mighty armor. We will be a mighty army, Father. We will be a reckoning to the enemy, Father. Lord, we will put the enemy on defense, Father. Let us, Father, be the that church, Father God, that the enemy is afraid of, Lord. And God, let us not be intimidated by the, the tactics and the scares and, the, and the, the terrors and the voice of the enemy, Father. But let it only motivate us, Father, to continue, God, to pursue the promises, to pursue the assignment until everyone is complete and conquered in the mighty name of Jesus. And your name will be exalted above all names. Your name will be exalted above all nations in all nations, God. Oh, 
hallelujah to your name. We will glorify you. We give you glory and honor and praise. We are unashamed of the gospel of Jesus. Oh, oh, he Oh, let us break through the barriers, Lord, that the enemy has set up against us, Father, that we can pass through, Father, to the next level of glory, Father. God, I pray that you strengthen, God, my pastors of this church, God. Lord, strengthen their shoulders, God, that they might carry the weight of the ministry, Father. Give them wisdom, Father, spiritual wisdom and divine revelations, God, that they might have ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord would say. Lord, let them press their ears, Father, into your voice, Father, that they might hear with clarity, Father. Give them strength, Lord. Bind them together, Father, to complete the assignment that you have set before this church, Father. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, let this body of people be encouraged, Lord. Let us be encouraged, Father, by your word. Let us not be discouraged by what our physical eyes see, Father. Lord, we are aware that this is a, a peculiar hour for the church. And what an honor it is to be able to be a part of what you're doing in the earth today, Father. Let us not miss it, God. Let us not miss it, Lord. Oh, but Lord, let us be a people that is obedient, Father, with diligence. Let us follow you and pursue you hard all the days of our life, Father, putting the things of the world behind us, Lord. Let us not be enticed, Lord, by the things of the world, but God, let us set our affections and our heart upon things of the kingdom, Father. Oh, hallelujah to your name. We give you glory and honor and praise. You are a mighty God. You are a mighty God. And you will not withhold any good thing from your people. You are a glorious God. We magnify your name. We glorify the name of the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. You are a God of war and you go before us, Lord. You have us hedged in about all around, Father. We are sealed, Father, with your blood. Oh, Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord God Almighty. We will stand. We will stand. And we shall not be moved. We shall not be moved. We will stand on the living, breathing word of God. We will hold on to it, Father. Oh, because our life depends upon it, God. Oh, hallelujah. We thank you for every blessing. We thank you for every promise. Help us, Lord, to reach out and obtain the blessings and the promises of God. Let us be a people, Lord, that would stretch out across the, the next generation, Father. Oh, hallelujah. Let the spirit of Elijah rest upon us. But even more so, let the spirit of Elisha rest upon us. That we, Father, would be influencers to the next generation. 
that we would stretch ourselves out upon them, Father, eye to eye and fingertips to fingertips, Lord. Oh, Father. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah to your name, Lord. We magnify you and we glorify you. Let your fire fall on this house. Lord, I pray that you would stir us up, Lord. Lord, that we would no longer be complacent and satisfied with where we're at. But, Lord, that you would stir up a hunger and a thirst, Father, for righteousness. A hunger and a thirst, Father, for more of you. A hunger and a thirst, Father, for the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues, Lord. Oh, for it is your will, Lord. It is your will, Father. And we thank you. We thank you for the comforter. We thank you, Lord. Lord, that you have never left us. You have never forsaken us, God. I don't care what it looks like in this nation. I don't care that the enemy rages, Lord. You are a faithful and a sovereign God. And our rest, our hope rests in you, Lord. Our hope and our peace hinges on you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to your name, Jesus. Hallelujah to your name, Lord. I declare that you are good and your mercy endures forever. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Lord. Hallelujah to your name, Lord. We thank you for your presence. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that you have revealed yourself to us through your presence here tonight. Make us aware, Lord. Make us more aware, Lord, of your presence. Forgive us, Lord, that we continuously come to church, Lord, without expectation, expecting tradition. Forgive us, Lord. Let us no longer operate that way. But let us come with fervent passion, with expectation, ready to take a seat aside, ready to set aside and allow you to step in and to do whatsoever it is that you choose. This is your church. This is your body. You are the head of this house. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you that the breaker is here. We thank you that the Messiah, the deliverer, has come before us. And you go before us, Father, and you make a way where there seems to be no way. You are a faithful and a sovereign God. And I'm so thankful, Father, for the breakthroughs. I'm expecting, Lord, to hear testimonies about breakthrough, Father. Help us, God, to press in and to press on and to press through the barriers, Father. And to tear down the strongholds that the enemy has set up, Father. Lord, the enemy has become too comfortable, Father. Sitting on our seats, Father. Oh, hallelujah to your name, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. We are vessels of your glory, Lord. Hallelujah. Have your way in each of us, Father. Lord, let us open our mouths and boldly declare the word of the Lord. Let us no longer be intimidated or afraid to make the declarations of the Lord publicly. Let us no longer be intimidated or ashamed, Father, but let us be bold soldiers, warriors for Christ, for the kingdom of heaven's sake. Hallelujah to your name, Father. 
and you alone will receive the glory and the honor and the praise in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 